Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Five, four, three, two, one. Who it's time for episode 615 of Who Charted, the show where comedians and musicians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Rocktober 2022 on the road to summer 2023. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer, mm. what's up, Stard? Not much. It's a, it's a good Rocktober so far. Yes, Going it is. well, week two. Right on. Yep. Uh, I wish there were more months that rhymed that had a rock pun in them. So we could just, you know, keep doing it, keep going. It. Yeah, I used yeah. to do a thing about uh, Tech November after Rocktober. There's Tech November, <laughs> and then it was EDM December, uh, January, January. <laughs> yeah, Feb Step. <laughs> now, do you combine uh, No Nut November with Tech November? Uh, no Nut. <laughs> There's wow. No Nut November. Oh yeah, uh, isn't th- wasn't there a mustache thing in November too? People were doing Lo- for a while. Yeah, lots going on in November. Man. <laughs> so yeah. Let's find out about November from our <laughs> guest. Here he comes now. You know him as writer and musician from the band Hallelujah the Hills. Big news coming up with them. You could also check out his book Astral Weeks. Please welcome Rocktober returnee Ryan. Walsh. Woo. Hello, gentlemen. Very nice to be here again. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Great to see you again. Mm. You had some November news for us. Yeah, you were itching to get in at the No Not November talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, no, I just, just that that it's, that it's, it's mustache, it's, it's facial hair related. There's a sex thing. Uh I just Uh feel like we put a lot of pressure on November. I know. Very true. Very true. November rain. Yeah. There's the rain to worry about. Yeah. Already you have Thanksgiving and the families and the tension there. I mean, why add so much more onto it? (laughs) That's yeah. probably why we do Halloween is to just try to purge some of that evil, knowing that November is going to be such a burden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all people anxious about the year ending and 
I didn't, I didn't like get all my goals. So they're like, I'll grow a beard and not masturbate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll punish my body for my race. (laughs) I have to get into this like Buddhist mindset to to enter winter. (laughs) The new flogging yourself is not watching Pornhub. Yeah. (laughs) What a a sacrifice, gentlemen. (laughs) How are you doing? You've got a lot of projects, it sounds like. I'm really well. Yep. I, um, the, the, the brand new thing here is, um, uh, I've had an idea for 20 years to make an album called deck mm. with one song for every card and a deck of cards. Whoa. And so four albums with the hearts, diamonds, club spades. And then we just get to a point where I had to stop talking about it every two years to the band or, or try. And so we, yeah. we're going to do it. We launched a Patreon to kind of like produce it. And on that Patreon, I'm sorry I didn't ask first, but we've waded into the podcast world. There's some <laughs> there's something called Camper Can Kale Thoven, the only podcast to cover the discographies of Camper Van Beethoven, John Kale, and Can. Oh my oh, wow. god! <laughs> Damn, yeah. that is a perfect use of podcasting. So What's the and I mean that genuinely. With those three. Well, um, it's just kind of like they're interested they take a lot of weird chances but okay. that they also have bubble up in the popular culture where they have moments where people like know them True. but uh they're pretty interesting throughout the even when they get bad they're interesting so and the pun i kind of just they're right next to each other in the record store and i came up with that dumb title and i was like i think right. i have to it's got to deliver on that but I have new respect for, you know, what you guys do with editing podcasts. Well, Brett mm-hmm. professionally and, and Howard, you doing what's called chopping, I believe. I do the chop. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for knowing that. <laughs> well, so, is uh, that just chopping the beginning and end or do you do any granular cuts? Me? Yeah. Oh my God. You should, the, the, the chopping I do for the other shows is crazy extensive. Wow. I mean, there's, there's over a hundred chops in every show. A hundred chops. I mean, I'll show you, I'll show you the, uh, the files. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I was, I was born in the chop. I, I oh live that God. life every day. I don't hey, need to it, see anyone else's chops. Oh uh, boy, yeah, that's true. You, you chop like a maniac. <laughs> hey, uh, let me ask you this. Have you always been writing the songs as the years have gone by? Have you like, ooh, this is a good one for a queen of spades, you know, or like... Right, right, or, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm interested in just like what that inspiration looks like to you. Like, wh- wh- you where, where did you see songs in a deck of cards? There you go. We'll listen. All right, well, we'll hang up and listen. <laughs> Cut to an hour later. And that's kind of the... <laughs> no, when, I love like big... Well, I like when bands or filmmakers take like big, crazy, huge swings. Like, I'm, you know, Magnetic oh, Field, 69 Love Songs uh, was a big inspiration. And it always seemed like uh, the playing card deck is like this perfect organizational tool mm. that you can apply to other things. And then, you know, I realized there was like symbolism, like people, each suit is like a season, winter, fall, spring. So, so it's like all kind of like lined yeah. up there for you to just 52, slot 52 in. weeks in a year. They're, exactly. It goes yeah. on and on and on. So, um, it's just kind of this weeks one in a fiscal quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly a lot of songs about fiscal quarters. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, but do you tr- include the Joker in the deck? Okay. Oh, great question. Yeah. So the, most decks come with two jokers. I'm going to tell yeah. you this plan because I don't think we'll actually right. do oh, it. Was that the big twist at the end of the album? Well, we thought we, what if we, the jokers, joker. we, we put out a seven inch, right? And side yeah. A, 
is a really shitty cover of Steve Miller's The Joker. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> and you flip it over to side B, and it's an even worse cover of The Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. that. Escalating the joke. <laughs> and what what makes the cover shitty? You just did them in one take without any care put into them? Or? Yeah. Yeah, we'll play it badly. We'll do the woo-woos by vocals. <laughs> and, you know, we'll just... We, if you want <laughs> us to play something badly, listen, there's no problem. Okay. This mailing it in version. Yeah. Right you on. stop the song at Lepompatus or whatever and explain the word. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually floated the idea like side B where it's even worse. Maybe the song breaks down and we're fighting and we yeah. press and we yeah. press that to vinyl. <laughs> right. The saddest joke of all. But I can't I can't charge the the really wonderful fans money yeah. for it. So that's why I just spent the joke here where right it will on. be appreciated. Sure. You know? Yeah, absolutely. no, but that's cool. I, I like the big swings too. I'm just curious, like, like what that looks like in execution. Like, what would a five of clubs, yeah, you know, bring out of you? Yep, I know. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out. Okay. <laughs> and um, last question, I guess. Will all the yeah. will all the suits be one album? Like, it'll be the spades, the hearts. Or are you gonna mm. mix it up? Okay, so here's uh, it's it's four different albums, thirteen songs each. So you, each suit is an album, and then it falls right. under this big umbrella. But we want the finished thing to come with an actual new deck of cards where there's original artwork for each song, right? Oh, very cool. And then I learned that playing cards are like, um, you know, the ancestor of tarot cards, right? So we have this idea, when you have that physical deck, pull any 13 songs randomly, and then put those songs in order in a playlist, and you've, and you've got a... Different you created version. a new deck, sort of. You've created yeah. a new version of the album that's like a tarot pull, but right it's audio. On. So, like so that. the so the fans can put together their own sort of tarot mixes. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Or you can that's get like cool. a royal flush, and you just have the best album of all time. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah. it's interactive. I I hope people uh, Mr. Vegas kind of fuck over with here. It. Trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I hate I hate like poker culture. I don't yeah. like gambling. So, um, but it's interesting. Then why are you wearing sunglasses on the Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> In a hoodie. <laughs> In a hoodie. Yeah. E eating a uh, chicken wing at the table. All right. Uh, Have you seen that guy? No. Uh, there's one of those poker players every once in a while, I would just put that on and there's always two or three characters at those tables that are just comedic gold to me. But there's yeah. one guy who he was playing. I think it was his, his way of getting into people's heads yeah. was he was almost acting as if he was just drunk and sloppy. Yeah. And okay. He ended up winning the Drunken whole thing. Style. Drunken but, master. But he was so fucking irritating the whole time with his drunken, like personality and he was holding this chicken wing up the entire time he was playing and yeah. he would like use it to point at someone next to him <laughs> and he'd be talking while people are thinking and then he'd be eating it, you know, while it's supposed <laughs> to be his turn. And you just, you just wanted to slap this thing out of his hand yeah. the whole time. And then he ended up winning the whole thing. It was also uh, just the eating is unnerving. We had so Eric unnerving. Andre on years ago. To yeah. The chartists remember Eric Andre came on and proceeded to like eat his lunch during the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget one time when Brody showed up with a whole bag of, of fast food or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys had, 
had it out in the studio. You I was telling you, what are you doing? Show, what are you yeah. doing? Showing up with this, like this yeah. now the smell, the whole studio smells oh, yeah, like it. Yeah. To, yeah. I've been through like, it Howard, already. Howard, Howard, <laughs> calm down. Need to eat. <laughs> Don't freak out. <laughs> right but on. I wonder, I wonder if that card player, those marking those cards with a little Buffalo sauce, you know, how do they know wow, that's not his little, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yep. Getting them all greasy. Let's launch an investigation. <laughs> How many? I I think I have more deck of cards than anybody on this, uh, really? this cast right now. No way. Well, I started really? collect, I started collecting because oh damn, I'm, I'm going to okay. be diving in. So I have all kinds of weird decks now. Okay, that wow. I want to dig into. Oh, but that. but I'm you probably have that. You probably have more than me. Just thinking no, of how no, you operate, I Howard. Just, I just, I wound up like coming into five or six, a couple of Lufthansa airline decks of cards. Like I just, <laughs> I feel yeah. like I have more than the average person, but if you're collecting, yeah, that's okay. big. Yeah. How many do you have? Mm, probably about 30. Yeah, that's nice. And, and, wow. and, you know, interesting, like, variants and stuff. Um, yeah, I want to hear about variants. I'm into this. <laughs> yeah. It also relates to, there's a card-like thing I'm doing. The yeah. Omicron with, with variant? With, with picture disc, it's analogous to... Uh, oh, pop to, and case. Yeah, pop and case, yeah. which is, yeah. that's... when I. When I first started thinking about how is this like cards, I first landed on a deck of cards. I go, maybe there's 52 Matthew McConaughey movies and I can make a deck of cards. I started thinking of them as suits. <laughs> yeah. Then after a while, I dropped that because it made more sense to think of them as sports cards. Yeah. But you really could. You could make a deck of cards out of uh, oh deep picture disc DVD. This is deep card weirdness. I love just that window into your mind, the kind of mental math you're doing one day the hour of like more the than pick, a day the pick disc is already <laughs> such an insane concept but then into cards and then matthew mcconaughey and yeah. then a, a deck of cards about pick discs. you could have this 13 tom cruise 13 yeah. mcconaughey <laughs> the cruise suit <laughs> yeah 13 tom hanks you make a deck the royal cruise i've never been thought about tarot that's a whole other world but these worlds yeah. are colliding uh, i love it Right here on this episode, but we got to right now get into the music chart. We have charts to count. Yeah. Here we go. Music. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs, <laughs> tunes. <laughs> hey, how about NFTs for what you're doing? Each one could be an NFT. When those uh, come back, maybe I kind of hate the day. whole thing. The NFT. I know. Yeah, I, I know. I it's know a you. Rough spot. Yeah, just the the this the art is so shitty. Those board oh, eight, give you. all yeah. that the a board ape. This is like this is how we're starting this new medium with <laughs> yeah. these like shitty Setting drawings of monkeys. Yeah. Did you hear the board ape yacht club or something is under investigation now? Oh no! For, <laughs> I just heard this. Like the SCC is looking into them or something. Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's all yeah. got to get regulated, I guess. <laughs> we got to regulate these board apes. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I will put a uh, thumbtack in that one. Uh, yeah. What uh, chart do we have this week? Sure. We got the uh, top five in Spotify in the U.S. 
Great. All right. Coming in at number five. Number five. five. This is a chart newcomer. This is Zach Bryan with something in the orange. I mean, what do we think this is about? <laughs> It'll be fine by dust, but I'm telling you, baby. These things eat at your bones and drive your young mind crazy. I think it's about a vitamin C deficiency. Yeah. yeah. When you place <laughs> your head he found a peach pit in his orange. What's <laughs> <laughs> this doing in here? It's like the shittiest cover of George Harrison's something. Something in the orange. <laughs> this is his Joker wow. version of that. Kind of yeah. country. Yeah, I yeah. think he's, he's a country. He's like a Chris Stapleton type. Just go up there with the uh, weather beaten acoustic and just, yeah. you know, sing yeah. from the soul. <laughs> to me, but, but he's not doing that to me, Howard. Like you can just hear in the vocal delivery so much like pretense and thought. Yeah. You know, I, I, that. Yeah. I just hate that style of singing where it's like, I don't yeah. even know Supposed how to, to describe be the, it. The best kind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah. And then it's, <laughs> it's always kind of derivative of that same kind of, you know, gritty kind of vocal. Yeah. That's a G chord to an E minor. I'm calling it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. You think he throws I'm in a third? It. I can. I know exactly that sound. How <laughs> G chord to E minor? <laughs> He's milking it for all it's worth. Isn't that a post grunge kind of a? That's a big <laughs> post grunge progression too. Yeah, maybe it's extremely common, but it's like it's a it's a good one for brooding. You yeah. know, kind of a serious country song. Yeah, like a man's going to tell yeah. you over yeah. D to C. And right. It's going to sound yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to overcomplicate it with the nah. D C. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, I would go to go to D and C in the chorus, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spice hey, did, we, did we play uh, Khaled playing the acoustic guitar? We played no. that here. No. No. You guys have seen it, right? No. Oh, I need to see that. Oh, you guys are going to love this. <laughs> All right. Let me bring that up and then uh, let's continue the chart and we'll. Okay. All right. We'll watch that at some point. Right on. All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. This is As It Was Harry Styles. We can maybe transplant this. Okay. Yeah. We heard this one before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the one from Bob Marley? Um, it's just him sitting there with an acoustic guitar. He's just like in his house or something. All right, I'm going to show you my screen. All right. Okay. Uh, tell me which one to click on. Uh, none of those. Oh, yeah, it's that one. D this is the one? fourth one. Uh, yeah. yeah, that looks Where like it. Or, uh, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah, if that's yeah, that's probably this Get one. Get signature guitar from Bob Marley? Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Here it is. Get a close-up. Get a close-up. Get a close-up of the case, the guitar. You know what I'm saying? And a special note from the Marley family. Shout out to the Marley. Melissa, can you read this for me? Can you read this to the world, please? <laughs> he can't read it. <laughs> um, that was odd. <laughs> Already. As someone who has an appreciation for Bob Marley's life and music, we want you to be one of the first to play the Guild of 20 Marley based on Bob's at-home songwriting guitar from 56 Hope Road. 
This guitar-inspired songs that help unite the world, and we hope it gives you inspiration as well. <laughs> oh my god. No, did no one think to tune it first? That's amazing. I like that you think that that would help. I, a little bit, uh, just a tiny <laughs> bit, Brett. I, I, man, That's that sounded like Jan Deck. Uh, yeah. I was Isn't not it? predicting that because he looked like he was a little bit nervous. Like he knew his time was coming like he and took he didn't some know what to, say, what to do. Yeah. And then he just like made a choice to just go. <laughs> he just used it like it a bongo. Huge. He was just slamming on it. He really <laughs> is banging it. Wow. Oh my God, that's so good. I knew, yeah. always knew, you know, he he shouts his name in all of his songs, but yeah, recently, you know, the I the second thing they say is "We the best music." Yeah, we the best. Yeah, music. we the best music. Yeah, That's yeah. an incredible thing to shout in your own songs. Amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, what a move! <laughs> I give him credit for that. And there's even a third one. He has a new one on this new album where he says, "Choose us." God did. Oh, yeah. oh right, yeah. <laughs> he, he keeps coming back with that. That's kind of like a uh, end of a, com- a TV commercial, almost. Right, so, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're the most popular, you know, number one band in heaven. Yeah, that's such a great, a great <sighs> contrast between his bravado at the beginning and then yeah. the reality at the end. It yeah. breaks down oh, quickly, perfect. though. He's like. He's like, someone read this for me. Like suddenly, right. and he says it in yeah. a weird way that sounds like maybe he can't read. I know. And then, it really seems like I'm that. sure he can, but but then, and then you, you're right. He does look a little nervous, but right before he starts, he's like, okay, I got this. And then that yeah. sound, wow. The confidence, the bravado. What would Man, the guitar like, tab look like for that? <laughs> <laughs> this is like broken, you know, violently scribbled. Pencil, yeah. you know, ev- everywhere. It's, I got the most out of that guitar. It's know. like the parentheses <laughs> in tab when they can't write it out in tab. They'll put like a almost like a stage direction in parentheses. Right. So, exactly, so yeah. it would just be like clumsily smash your fist <laughs> towards strings. <laughs> Set guitars back three thousand years. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, oh man! To also to tie that to Bob Marley's memory is really. Really bold. Oh, yeah. Like, this yeah. is the first, you're hearing the first notes out of this Bob Marley guitar. <laughs> it's like, this oh is God. what people should have been upset about instead of the flute <clears throat> with, with Lizzo. Oh, yeah, yeah. With oh, Lizzo. right. And right. she played it beautifully. And this, yeah. this is the travesty. Yeah, right. It's fine exactly. for Kali get away with that. it, man. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. All right, coming in at number three. Number three. D4VD with Romantic Homicide. This got a rough response last week. I think this was made huge on TikTok, uh, like a 17-year-old artist. It sounds like it's from the same era as the Kate Bush song, which is a real throwback. This sounds like it's from that same period. Yeah. I think Uh, it might be very depressed. Yeah. I think it's a newer comp. uh, It's just meant to sound like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a new thing, but, but that, that, that time is like very, 
sellable, I think. Right I've, now. Been, I've been wondering if there's a formula how to, you know, tip the odds in your favor for getting one of your songs to blow up on TikTok. And like, do you start to just sing lyrics directly about it? Like maybe the meta, like, you about know, just the like, algorithms and stuff. Yeah, no, no. Just yeah. be like, use this song to show your dog falling or something like, oh, you know, right, like right. Uh, just explicitly yeah. say Clumsy what you want dog. them to be yeah, what yeah. They w- Clums- on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Right. Beloved horse. <laughs> Beloved, hold on, I gotta write that down. Beloved, Beloved horse. horse. I have fifty-two songs to write. <laughs> Is there a horse on cards? Uh, yeah. Well, the the Maverick deck, I believe, has the uh, has the horse all over it. Like uh, the TV show Maverick. No, it's a could there's a there's some card manufacturer called uh Oh okay. Called the John yeah. McCain, the John McCain signature. Oh, yeah, deck. McCain deck. <laughs> I do have a presidential deck though. Oh really? Oh really Yeah, with every president. Yep. Where does it where does it go after, you know, thirty five or whatever? Or what what are we on? Forty we're on forty six? I bought it uh it, it goes to my deck goes to Obama. Oh oh I see what you're saying though, Brett. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Just starts repeating a couple. Well, no, they threw like a vice president in there. They threw (laughs) Betsy Ross in, you know, people who were uh, respected in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been president. Hmm. What's the, what's the, uh, is there any like um, IP decks you have like connected to TV shows or like anything like that? Movies or whether you're, they're all just like classic decks. Uh, no, I got a Beatles deck. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Does that go by songs or how do they do that? No, it's just kind of general Beatles iconography. And sometimes you get fooled. Like I was, I was in France this summer and I went to the Picasso museum and there's this deck of cards with a crazy Picasso painting on the cover. I said, this deck's going to be so beautiful. And inside, it's just standard deck, no alteration at all. I mean, this is exactly what I talk about with the with the picture disc all yes, the time. Yes, it was bait and yeah. switch, Howard. Yeah, you pop one open, that should absolutely be picture disc, and it's just plain <laughs> Jane, nothing. Yeah. Personal front. Personal front. Now, Howard, have you looked into the price difference of picture disc, like for the manufacturer? Is it always, you think it was always a financial decision on the behalf of the studio companies? Oh, no, I think sometimes even like they're not allowed to do it because there'll be movies where like the biggest star in the movie's not on the disc, but then the others are. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. I think there there had to be a lot of different random decisions going into it. Like maybe they just left it up to the artists for some of them. What do you think? I don't know. I would love for you to like interview someone who makes these kind of decisions. Yeah. Yeah, that. that would be interesting. You're leading Go in the field, to- you know? We're here with Bob Johnson in <laughs> 2008. He yeah. was the head of, of home video at Warner the, Brothers. The thing th- about that that is really interesting, I have to give you credit for, is that you do, when you think back to CDs and even vinyls and DVDs, you end up having more of a relationship with the pick disc than you do the cover art sometimes. Cause you're always looking at that when you put it in. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. Know? Especially yeah. these people who would put them in the wallet cases and the wallet for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I always remember, remember like, like what ha- houses of the Holy, like what the disc looked mm-hmm. like or, or yeah. you know, for example, or like 
some of those. They just, that stands out in my mind just as much as the vibe of the album is anything. Yeah. Also, I remember like if you're over at somebody's house, just flipping through their wallet of stuff, like you're in the middle of conversation, maybe you're pre-gaming to go out, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. You just wind up looking at the ones that have pictures on them. You yeah. Know, you're not going <laughs> to yeah. like yeah. sit there. Yeah. What does that say in the middle of that Oh, yeah, one? totally. Who's yeah, this when you get guy wearing binders? Well, guy wearing lingerie on the in utero cover. Did they oh, ever? Yeah. I just saw that the other day. I was like, did they ever identify who this man in a bathtub is? It looks like Bal- <laughs> yeah, it looks like Balky from Perfect Strangers. If you take that a look, that would be at amazing. It. But if you sure. find out, we should put it on. Let's do a podcast about it. The origin <laughs> stories behind Picture Disc. Hopefully, he's less uh, litigious than the baby on the Nevermind cover. Who oh was man, like suing about it. Yeah. He finally lost. He's done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like, stop exploiting me after he's exploited himself for. Yeah. Know, my goodness. The amount of time. Crazy I mean, thing. when he walks down the street, everyone knows it's him. They point at him. <laughs> right. Because he, he he always has that dollar bill in front of him. Ooh, before yeah. Yeah, before he started it. suing, like he was kind of funny on Twitter. I remember once he just tweeted out no context, so you had to know who he was. But it was just you have all seen my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a time when he was having a little fun about? with it. Right. <laughs> He's like the Riddler. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny to even be still claiming that that dick, like as your as your baby self, you know. Right, it's still yeah. The same. yeah. No, it's, yeah. Di- it's different now, of course. But you have seen it. I mean, right, yeah. Technically, you know. Yeah. It's like a baby face, like someone with a baby face. He's got a baby dick. Yeah. <laughs> it just stays looking. That's why young. he's suing. Yeah. All right. Where are we? Coming in at number two. Number two. Number two. Bad habit. Steve Lacey. Grabbing me hard Cause you know What you found Is biscuits It's gravy I went I fast forwarded To the uh, The beatboxing thing That oh, Flans- nice. Flansburg okay, yeah. Pointed out last week Yeah Oh yeah so new of- It kind of makes me Like the song more Now that I I get a taste Of that it It goes A lot of different places I like that. Yeah. yeah. It almost sounds like a little whoopee cushion action on that beatbox. It would- yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so how about the, the big Blink-182 news? What's you that? You guys heard that? No. Just today they've announced they're uh, reforming the original Blink-182 going uh, on tour. It's like a big, uh, I don't know, there's a big promo video. John Gabris is in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just see a lot of people talking about it. I was never a big fan of them, but I know people are very excited. Yeah, it, people are going to lose their minds. But it was, it was like I liked Green Day, and then everything that came after. I kind right. of, I kind that of was, was like, always yeah. my thought with Blink One Eighty Two. I was like, I felt like Emperor have no has no clothes feeling of just like this is just a Green Day song. Like, don't right. you guys yeah. hear that? They're just yeah. doing Green Day, yeah. and then ev- everyone in high school or whatever was just so into it. And then, you know, and then you just, Three you piece. accept it. Like the, those right, are Blink-182 yeah. songs, but I was just that so initial was, feeling. 
The thing for me was those Jed the Fish vocals. They just sound like oh, the right. <laughs> K-Rock yeah. DJ. Brought me roses by the stairs. Stairs. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that um the that that guy just rants about UFOs and aliens from on stage. They should give him 20 uh, yeah. minutes of every set. Every <laughs> set. He like brings down a screen. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like starts exactly. doing a PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to that one. Yeah. It's the most interesting part of that band, I think. I yeah. bring a drone to that show, you know, just make it look yeah, like just, a UFO yeah. is coming in. Yeah, he just starts screwing up his parts. It's I'm almost, um, almost surprised Travis Barker is like taking the gig. He seems like he's doing great. Like I <laughs> see him just like playing in like these superstar bands. Now he yeah, was the one exactly who the same. He he had a, a airplane or helicopter crash. One of them, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and Travis. He, that's Travis, yeah. and he's in the like Kardashian clan at this ah, point, right? Wow. Oh yeah, he's with uh, Chloe. Yeah, mm-hmm. they destroy every guy they've come that's gone <laughs> in there. <laughs> I, I'm so. I mean, I Maybe mean, no guy did. that's gone in has come out sane. <clears throat> it's true. <laughs> But maybe he just show up like like I've been in a helicopter crash. You can't do anything to me, right? Like, like I'm don't ready. fuck with me. Yeah, like the, the guy in prison, like he's tatted all over his body. Like that guy's crazy. Don't fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll get him though. They'll get him. <laughs> all right, coming in at number one. Number one, Sam Smith and Kim Kim Petras with Unholy. That's almost like a uh, English speaking people doing a K pop track. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Every once in a yeah. while they drop those big, I don't, what is it? Like the, like a harmonic minor scale or something? Like it's a, that sort of minor, slightly exotic scale yeah, based. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Blackpink like has that. Blackpink yeah. has that. Like um, Britney Spears used to like oh, drop one, and it was always like the sexy song, you know, where yeah, she yeah. was getting like East dirty Jewish. and like. Lady it's when Gaga, they play that Middle yeah. Eastern scale, I think. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And you, I think everyone just associates it with belly dancing, and so you're like sex. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I was going to say Brendan Fraser's the mummy. I mean, let's let's go. I like Kim Petras though. She's she's the one who does all the like the porn stuff, right? Yeah, she does like like porn pop, basically. Yeah. Now, what do you mean by that, Brett? Like it's just really, really explicit. uh, Like, but still like pop. Uh-huh. Like very pop, like like yeah. a pop diva style, but she Super just throws dirty. it all out there. Yeah. Wow. Very explicit. It's kind mm. of fun. It's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. That's my <laughs> She's bad fun. take on it. Yeah. I listen yeah. to her for the beats, you know, yeah. I don't really. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't go into yeah. that. Just <laughs> the feeling it gives me. No, but she's, she's cool. Um, and then Sam Smith, I just always, my only association with him is that Tom Petty. Uh, right. 
like sounding song that was just so, you know, adult contemporary sounding to me. Yeah. And this is, this is very far from that. I mean, he's a little out of his element here. Yeah. Yeah. But I also have a feeling he's like, I think we talked about it last week that he's probably way bigger in the UK than we're, we give him credit for. Like maybe he's got like multiple albums over there and like a string of hits. I don't know. Yeah. You know, so I think he came out around the same time as uh, what's the one who's even bigger than him with the hoodie, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I think of them as like two peas in a pod. Yeah. yeah, except Sheeran. I mean, you it was way more likely that Sam Smith would have tons and tons of hits, and you know, I yeah. mean, Sheeran's yeah. like outperformed him. Little guy, <laughs> yeah, guy in the hoodie who looks like uh, yeah, rings of power, you know, that uh, yeah, exactly, that elf guy, <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about. Uh, I was trying to it. think which which elf guy you're thinking of. There's like a redheaded elf, elf guy, he looks like he's had it like he's got uh, Pete Carroll's nose, looks like it's been broken a bunch of times, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just looks like the uh, the scruffy neighborhood kid who sucks up yeah. to all the parents, but he's actually yeah. scheming yeah. When, the yeah. kid, when the parents yeah. go, go inside. Yeah. Eddie Haskell type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see Eddie. all that. Um, yeah, I think Ed Sheeran also took like a heel turn recently. I remember like he, he put out a track that was trying to be a little bit more. Gritty In fact, sounding. Yeah. I think we oh, covered cool. it a year ago when I was last here. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, because I remember we were searching for pictures of him after where he's yeah. like dressed like Beetlejuice. Yeah, he was doing like <laughs> Joker makeup. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> seemed pretty That's a Halloween special. Crazy. That's what a callback. Right on. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was the music chart, and we'll be right back with the movie chart. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guests, Brian Walsh and Brett Morris. And this is The Movie Chart. Movies, they're just like tweets. They release them constantly. Most of them we don't need to see. But when you get a good one, ooh-wee, movies. 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 I actually saw three movies this weekend. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. New two, ones? Two of which were in the theaters, one old one that I'd never seen before. Whoa. Two news, one old. We'll get to one. We'll get to one that I did see because that okay. is on the list today. Okay. But uh uh I'd love to mention the others because they they were great. They were better than that one. Right on. But, You're gonna uh, weave them in, or it's, well, yeah. I'll just say I saw. I'll start with Moon Age Daydream. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. that's not on the chart, but that's the Bowie, you know, documentary. Oh, right, but really. Should, right. should say, but documentary kind of in in quotes though, because it's really like it's more of a 
what would you call it? Like a tribute to his headspace. It's almost like a mind mind trip. You know, it's like a psychedelic oh, experience okay. almost. Going into the head of Bowie. Is that in it, theaters or is that you theaters. stream that? Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if it's streaming, but it's... Um, I mean, I loved it. I'm a massive Bowie fan, and it yeah. just made me love him even more and think he's like kind of irrefutably the coolest human being maybe to ever live. <laughs> he's like, he is just, he is just pure coolness and like art and, uh, you know, and you hear his philosophy in his own words, basically narrate the whole thing. Wow. And it just sort of takes you through his, like his approach to his point of creativity view. and wow. his, his approach to making art throughout all of his periods. Do they mention cocaine? <laughs> That's the funny thing is like, there's a lot that they don't cover in a way. But it's like, that's why I say it's it's kind of like an art piece more than like a Wikipedia. Right. You know, it sounds like, like a cool approach. It. It's because a cool approach. Yeah, and it's sort you of wonder what that guy's mind was like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a whole big montage of just like beautiful footage coming at you in like scattered pieces. And it's sort of like, it's almost like that Velvet Underground doc oh, they made, which is I loved that. sort of like that too, where it's like. It sort of feels like it's something they could have made, you know? Right, yeah. Right. I've been really confused about what this d d Bowie thing is because people who really love Bowie have both really loved it and yeah. hated it. So oh, interesting. I should go see it. Yeah. And I it think is, it's even an IMAX. It is like indulgent in a way. Like it does feel like- I don't mind that. It maybe is like, you know, the biggest Bowie fan in the world basically made it for you. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it's like this guy kind of going like, let me remix all of Bowie's life into this like oh, so piece maybe, I made. Right. If yeah. you have yeah. your you know, own ideas about Bowie or if you're a purist, you just want Bowie without that person's right. editorial. Like, you know, I would just uh, watch some of that source footage. I would just watch that in the raw, you know, like just show me that whole concert you just showed me two seconds right. of because that was beautiful, you know? But, um, yeah, like TikTok. You know. One thing, I was looking not, at pictures of, um, uh, pictures of, like, the early Ziggy Stardust tour. Yeah. And, you know, we think of, like, tours now as, like, huge, big production. And basically, they're in, like, high school gyms wearing flimsy spandex. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. There's no That's lights. So funny. There's That's no so funny barrier. There's that. no... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Because I was going to say, like, my... One of my takes from seeing those, the Ziggy Stardust footage, yeah. which seems like the most mystical vibe you've ever seen. And it's just mind blowing and seeing him as this like, like God on stage. And, but part of it is like the lighting and the camera technology is so shitty back then yeah. that like the darks are just pitch black. Like it, it looks as if this man, and this God is play. in the middle of just pitch like inky blackness across the whole, you know, stage. And it just, the whole lighting seems otherworldly. But then I was thinking, what was the reality like? Like if you were in there yeah, yeah. and you could see everything in high definition, like human yeah, vision. Like you had to be on acid or you'd say, yeah, like, it's goofy. like what you said. You're just in a gymnasium. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that is funny. I know also, uh, I've seen an interview where he said when he told the band what they were going to be wearing, they were yeah. like, what? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just odd. It's just all a left turn, you know. It's just stupid. Right. I look stupid. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was like him kind of mocking, you know, like rock and roll bravado and like heart, like he was just putting on like a hard rock band as a costume. 
Yeah. So I, I could see like for these guys like Mick Ronson or whatever, who's just like an actual hot shot, long hair guitarist. Just being saying, like, what do you why mean? Why am I going what on do you this mean? goofy? I'm, you're mocking but, me. You yeah, know? this pixie outfit. <laughs> but Mick must have gotten into it because you also yeah. see pictures from that tour where Mick and David would uh, simulate fellatio on stage oh, with yeah. the guitar. Oh, yeah. You know, where he would play the guitar and look like he's blown yeah. out. <clears throat> it's a wild Just time. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. It's worth seeing if you're a Bowie fan. All right. If you're, I'm gonna if see you're not at all, you know, maybe like read, read about him more or something before you see it. <laughs> But, uh, I'm going to wait till he has cool a guy. theme restaurant like Margaritaville. Just, like, <laughs> sit there, eat Bowie themed food and just come on down to screen. Major Tom's. <laughs> Major Tom's. <laughs> what I found interesting, too, was like even by the time that, um, you know, Let's Dance came out and yeah. that was when he just was just became like, you know, global status pop yeah. star. Um, he had never bought a house. He, he basically he was saying like. I've never bought a house. I never intend to because I'm just sort of always traveling and on the move. And I just don't. He just right. never wanted to stay in one place. He wanted to just live in Malaysia for like six months or Boom. He was, live in Berlin or wherever mm, it was. He was the first uh, cyber nomad. Digital <laughs> yeah. nomad. Yeah. And he also like there's quotes of him that really feel like he was predicting the future very accurately. Oh my god, he, he was, was really good at that. The internet. Yeah, that's yeah. Unreal. That's stuff about the internet, but also in this film where he talks about like where he sees chaos going, like a sense of chaos and a sense of mm. everything being scattered all around Ooh. you, and just everything being in fragments coming at you in this. And he was like, "I'm very comfortable in that. Like I've always been really comfortable with just chaos." But wow. that's where I see a people's anxieties, you know, coming from. And it's going to wow. be a really hard world to live in and everything. This is probably yeah. like 20 years changes. ago. Changes. How about that? Changes. Ch -ch -ch changes. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's talking about. Him. That's what he's talking about. All right. Let's get into the actual chart. Coming in at number five. Number of five. Don't worry, darling. Boys. Harry Styles is this era's Bowie. Oh, he, he wishes... Right. But, you know, couldn't he become it? Because you think of very early no. Bowie. No. All right. <laughs> wow. Shutting down the guests. Oh, yeah, really shut he's down. A, he's a beautiful. <laughs> he, they're both beautiful men. Like, he, you he's got a fashion thing. You haven't seen the movie, You haven't. You haven't. I don't know. I, th I thought Harry might be interesting when I heard. When I was writing the book, I heard he was, he would play songs from Astral Weeks before he went on stage. And it was like his playlist is the pre-show music. And I was like, well, maybe this guy is interesting and he's going to. Yeah. No, yeah. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Just like in terms of Bowie's like obsession with the process of songwriting. He was right. Like, he was trying to reinvent how to write his songs like with every album. Yes. He was just like obsessed with like creating art. I don't, I see Harry Styles as more just like he's influenced by all that and works with a good producer. Harry's, yeah. The producer. Yeah. Harry, I hear you. Yeah. 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 He's not I a saw, mad scientist. I just saw a thing about Bowie met Mark Bolin before mm -hmm. they were either of them were known at all. They met in their manager's office and they were there to paint the, the office. And it was just like, Mark Boland was just like, who are you? He's like, I'm David, I'm a singer. And then they just like started going at it and like hanging out and making fun of each other. And they were friends like from that point on. That's incredible. Yeah. 
Remember that's so when crazy. we painted that office? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that's go, cool. I mean, the, blue, the app, blue. knowing what the uh, knowing their catalogs, it just seems crazy yeah. to just have those two guys in an office <laughs> just doing menial labor. It's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bowie mentions T Rex and happen song. to their fingers. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. mentions them. Yeah, yeah. Part of the doc also he says like he basically moved to L.A. Because he knew he hated LA and he just like wanted to live in a place that made him like super uncomfortable. Ah, interesting. Uh, and he barely like talked to anyone. Yeah. It's it wow. kind of interesting. It's um, like Berlin. I mean, when he went to Berlin, it was like, it's like an uncomfortable place to be. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he gets good results out of that. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely didn't seem the kind of like hip, cool Berlin I think of now. Like I'm sure there was. A lot of well, elements of that, but it, the wall was up. So I mean, the wall was up. Yeah, it's the paranoia of people knowing that they're completely surrounded by a communist country, and that right. at any moment something could happen. You know, mm. they're like just completely surrounded. Yeah. All right, coming in at number four. Number four, Amsterdam. Harold, I don't know what you think you're doing. Excuse me. Hello. Chris Rock. Got a dead white man in a box. Not even a casket. Doesn't even have a top on it. In a pine box of old wood. Who do you think's gonna get in trouble here? Is that DJ Khaled back there on the track? <laughs> played with the same same vigor. Yeah. <laughs> Another one if you heard him yell that. Yeah. Amsterdam. We make the best. Mm. He should get into filmmaking. I would love to see the like the the preambles to each film. The best we make movie. the best movie. We the best yeah. movies. <laughs> Is that movie going to be good? Amsterdam. I, I've liked that director in the past. Uh, David O. Russell. It seems. Yeah, it I, seems heard, uh, like the, it's, I heard. It's not trying the to best. be great. I heard. Yeah, Bro, not really? the best things. Yeah, but that's look at the, uh, one opinion. The ratings. Do things take a weekend of Bernie's turn from what we just saw there? (laughs) Get that guy through a dinner party or something? Whoa, it's gotten 33% on the tomato meter. That's not good. Oh, that's not good. Wow, that's crazy. Too many stars. Yeah, that's the problem, Howard. I mean, uh, you start catering to all those different entourages, all those different egos. You mm-hmm. think you're fine just because you got all those names in it. Mm-hmm. And when does that usually work out? Did Knives Out meet the criteria for that working out? Maybe so. Maybe so. I like Knives Out. I did Either not, that or I never liked Ocean's Eleven. No, I did not enjoy that. But I can, Cannonball Run though. Cannonball Run for now sure. That is a fine yeah. example. <laughs> Those, if it's a race movie, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah. If they're racing across country for money, then they those work. Yeah. <laughs> Even All the right, great can- race. What was the cartoon version? Oh, I didn't know there was a cartoon version. Yeah, they were always on a race across country. It was Penelope Pit Stop, and uh, I think it was called the Great Race. Uh, I mean that. Uh, wow. That's a classic. That was one of the best old oh, wacky school. wacky races. Wacky races. That's it. Wacky. Were the Three Stooges part of that? Uh, no, the Wacky Races was. I think it was Hanna Barbera, like the sixties. Yeah. Oh, all fictional. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hanna Barbera. That's funny. I never watched that. 
Oh, it's really good. They would only be on sometimes. I hadn't seen it for years, but you can get it now. But yeah, it's really cool. They would all be always trying to sabotage the other one as they raced across country. Um, it's important stuff. The antagonist is named Sylvester Sneakly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's Dick Dastardly. Dastardly. <laughs> Dick Dastardly. It's amazing. Penelope Pit Stop. Howard, speaking of stuff you haven't seen, couldn't see in a long time, you... At some point in the last year, you talked about some public access show you used to tape. Oh, yeah. T and Lil. Yeah. yeah. The description made me really want to see what this is all about. Oh, okay. We got an update got, here. All right. Let's, you did, are let's dig it out. A, you're lighting a fire under me. I'm going to write, make a note of this now. T Didn't and you say one, one of the hosts was always late? <laughs> yeah, there, there was. They, do, they would do episodes where only one of them's there. And then one day, Lil, Lil was the was the wife. Yeah. And she was super late one day. And then they had the bands on and all the guests. And then she shows up at the end with her softball team. And there was all these <laughs> chicks. And they were all like cocky because they just won the Dunellen, uh New Jersey League like softball. And they're like hanging out in their uniforms. Yeah, it was a great twist. There's great, uh, you know, it's bands lip sync to demos it's it's just and then he had his own band and it was like a blues oh, keyboard i bet there's thing. treasure there's got to be a lot of treasure in that yeah right, i'll I'm chip in if we that. uh if we for a uh transfer okay. fund okay yeah gotta get that transferred i wonder if they have that technology here in la <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's got to go from vhs to digital where they send out you up to skywalker ranch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lucas ruined the T and Lil show. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number three. Number three, the Woman King. To conquer us, they will not stop until the whole of Africa is theirs. We must fight back for our people. Asking me to take them to war. war. Some things are worth fighting for. Don't know. Whoa. Based on powerful true events. No. A little powerful marketing spin in there. Uh, My life is based on non powerful true events. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I would enjoy it. 95%, by the way, on Rotten Tomatoes. Great reviews. I'd watch it on a plane. I think it looks yep. like a perfect plane movie. Mm -hmm. You're already in a serious mood because you got to survive the plane. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already war. <laughs> I'm an easy cry by the end, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it is about planes, but movies are extra enjoyable sometimes. Yeah, yeah you're trapped. <laughs> I know, but that tiny screen, you know, you'd think you'd be too irritable for it. But work. I mean, you can't look left. You can't look right. You can't make noise. <laughs> I mean, you can't do anything. Yeah. It's a restrictive environment. It's interesting now that everyone can kind of watch their own thing because they have their laptop. You know, you see yeah. some people yeah. watching some interesting things. like Yeah, really. Like really sexual or really gory and just like. You know, you're sitting there two feet away from a kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's wild west up there, entertainment wise. Yeah. But, um, by the way, I almost hesitate to bring him up because he's such a clown right now. But the Kanye West, did you see? Ugh. Not not his not his 
worst unspeakable stuff that he's doing. But did you see the the video of him at the Adidas with the Adidas execs? Mm-mm. It's crazy. He's showing all of them like porn on his on his phone. Oh my god! And they're all going like, "Put that away, man!" Like, like oh. quit it. And he's going, "No, man! Like, look!" And they're going oh like, god, "Is that man. porn? Like, what are you doing?" Is and he then now he's to, like, yeah. test him by being weird around. Them, I don't know. And then know? yeah, this shows. And then because a few weeks ago, I remember he was like ranting against against um Gap. For yeah, like, he, like, you know, yeah, he broke up with the. They broke right, up. he's like, they won't do what I say, and then he comes out with like White Lives Matter shirts. You're like, is it, yeah, maybe because they don't want to put that out. <laughs> you know, I think and he's just exact- refusing to follow any norms. You know, he's just it's right. just devolved into just whatever contrarian weirdness. Yeah, it was uh, so crazy. upsetting to see him with Tucker. That was that was some bad. Oh my god! They bad just released, mojo. Uh, yeah, I there saw was like it, cutting right. room, cutting yeah. room floor footage yeah. where you're just like even Tucker wouldn't. Oh, he said, on there. Yeah, he yeah. said worse stuff, gang. <laughs> even worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Un- unbelievable. What a piece of trash. But uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like I the mean, sound I, design you did on that. It was like what up. Piece of trash. (laughs) (laughs) The final take. (laughs) You know, I am glad everyone's seeing it. It seems like more people are seeing it than ever. But he, you know, but wait, do you get Howard? Do you attribute it to the Kardashian uh, ruining process? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, it doesn't disprove what I was saying earlier. True. I mean, obviously, he's probably bipolar and everything else. Always been, you know, grandiose. Yep. But you go into that family. Uh, maybe looking for something or thinking that they're the ultimate mark of something. And I think you get in there and it's like Mm -hmm. um, Al Pacino and Devil's Advocate or something. It's just like one of these guys that just, as the movie goes on, you just start to see a worse and worse side of it. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's like, um, you know, if you already have the genetics or the, 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 you know, you have it in you to become that. And then it's like taking a heroic dose of acid or something, and that—that's the catalyst. It's like the uh, <laughs> the Kardashians are like the whole sheet of acid. Well, yeah, the thing, yeah, you spiral down into hell yeah. after that. Yeah. After this, I'm going to make a commitment right now. I'm never getting involved with a Kardashian. Right oh, now, wow. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. I'm happy to just put that on on tape right now. We got an, uh, Won't do it. Historic episode, right? Now. <laughs> Based on powerful true events. Turn them down. Hey, but we will keep an eye on this tour with Blink-182 and this Travis stuff and see if problems start to develop. And if they do, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, you know, if it drowns, it's a witch. <laughs> Whatever the hell that thing was. <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Oh, yeah. Sean Mendez, the voice of Lyle. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you to see the new trailer for our new movie. Is that Nicole Seaman? They do this whole thing now where they... Brett, now that you... When you mentioned it, I I can't stop seeing it. They introduce trailers at the beginning of trailers now. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Yeah. 
I think there's there's precedent for it. I, I've seen old film reels from the '60s and stuff, where it's yeah. like the star of the movie would come out and always go, "We're working on an amazing oh yeah comedy right now," and they would try to like talk right to America. Right, but it's just yeah, but that seemed like when America needed that. Now we all know what a trailer is, and it's like yeah. just jump jump right in. <laughs> right, yeah. that's true. We don't need the, or at least I make it kind of cheeky and fun, like Alfred Hitchcock would. You know, walk out with. They a, don't want it to yeah. tune out dagger Hitchcock. in his shoulder. So Hitchcock you, was almost the original um, DJ Khaled. The way he came out, you know, before right? all yeah. these films, yeah. Show oh, his, yeah. Telling you how scary it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, it, one. if it helps me like get into the headspace, I'm all for it. But I don't yeah. like, um, to me, it breaks the whole point of it. Like seeing Sean Mendez, he's like, I'm the voice of this character you're about to see. Watch me. See. Right. Here's, you're like, here's the thing you need oh. to suspend disbelief for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the next exactly. hour and a half. Let me show you exactly what you're going to try to <laughs> right. avoid in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull you out of this. Sean Mendez. Uh, Constance Wu is in there. My, my buddy's partner. Um, she's a friend. She's, uh, she's on top of the world right now. Or she's like getting tons of, of press these days. Um, it's crazy to like know someone who it's like to have like a legit kind of like a lister yeah. connected in your life somewhere. It's like, wow. What are you getting out of it? Yeah. It's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you get some good stories. I bet you get some funny stories. <laughs> I don't have any real funny stories. Just some hmm. couple nice dinners over there. I was going to say dinners. Probably yeah. What you yeah. Got. yeah. Or just I'm up normal. for a, I'm up for an Oscar tonight. We're having a little get together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Starred gets hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you earned them. All right, coming in at number one. Number one. This is the second movie I saw this weekend. Smile. Oh, scary. Yikes! Already the trailers. What is yeah. much for this reviewer. Hi, patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. Kevin Bacon's daughter. No one else can really? Yeah. Bacon Jr. Bacon Jr. <laughs> not not just not just a Wendy's item anymore. You know? <laughs> the they bacon Jr. meal to a woman. Now wait, <laughs> I just put something together. Were they doing viral marketing for this movie at like actual baseball games? Because I saw some things really? like where like people were smiling insanely behind the dugout for like half the game, ah, and no one knew sense. what it was. Playoff. Playoff time. Uh, yeah. I think it must have something to do with this. Do they have baseball bats in the movie? Yes, I, I think that they have been doing like viral marketing stuff with the smiling. Uh-huh. Uh, like putting people in malls and stuff who are just standing there smiling at you. Whoa. Like, you yeah. know, sinisterly. <laughs> yeah, because um, regular everyday society isn't scary or creepy enough that nowadays. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're not, not afraid enough, enough to smiles. leave our houses. <laughs> The one thing I want to guess at, whether it's a true psychopath or just <laughs> right, a yeah, yeah. emotion. <laughs> right. I would just I need that. hedge my bet and just start heading the other way or leave. Yeah. yeah. So this I movie gonna, also had the uh, director and someone like come out like on screen right before it started. Yeah. Going, hey, we're so happy you're here. Like you're about to see our movie. We really proud. We're real proud of it. It's like 
dude, mm. I'm trying to get like right now is the moment I'm trying to get into the. Yeah, I think it's like You're some bought- type of social social media algorithm they're trying to stick in there. Yeah, like right. here's a person engaging you. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, they say if <clears throat> if any video you put up online doesn't immediately start with someone's face and talking or. It, mm. uh, they face and talking, I guess, Trump's action. So if someone's talking immediately to you, okay. I guess the retention rate is longer. Yes. And so. Sure. Interesting. Because you're immediately sense. pulled into the narrative of where this might be going. Right. You wow. know, you're just immediately engaged by it. And so trailers are ruined forever. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like, uh, you know, I'm just imagining like Pink Floyd putting out something, you know, in this day and age. Because yeah. I always think of every single Pink Floyd song is starting with like a full minute of just silence, like in building up, uh-huh. you know, like one mm, note building. Right. <laughs> it's just Roger Waters. Hey, so what you're about to hear, you know, we're really proud of. We just put this together. and uh, It's called The Wall. Song. Yeah. <laughs> it goes right into a chorus. <laughs> it's track one on the CD. Welcome yeah. to our brand new album. Right, it's exactly. <laughs> you might want to do that for your playing cards. Yeah, yeah that could be the Joker. Yeah. Me or introducing the, it. The instruction card, you know, the, the card that we gives are going to make that, that. We are going to make that weird instruction card. It's that it'll be lit. 14. Doesn't that give you 14 tracks? <laughs> no, it won't be a track. It'll be a card in the actual physical oh, deck. Though. Okay. Nice. It'll be listening. Like a bonus instructions, track. you know? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I would, I wouldn't mind an audio track. Hey, this is Ryan Walsh. I had this idea. And we, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll do that too. Yeah. Yeah, track like one that. of each album. People stop, throw the CD in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, Smile, I thought was okay. It was, you know, if you like that kind of thing, if you like scary movies, it's sort of a down the middle scary movie these days. But I felt like it was pull, ma- making a lot of moves. I've seen so much with so like this mo- is modern the, scary movies. This is now we're in that wave of derivative. These new movies have been established and people are starting yeah, to copy. There's like a, a certain brand of horror movie in the last like 10 years that wants to be like a metaphor for something else. Uh-huh. And yes. they kind of hit you over the head with that. Right. Yes. But also, and you know, I'm just sick of that. Like, I don't need a metaphor. It's like not even that deep. Like if it's a just metaphor, at least like make it interesting you yeah, like just scared scare just scare me bro <laughs> and, and and didn't batman tim burton's original batman already do this trick with the smile smile remember joker yeah, smile X? thing uh, yeah. that's the other thing the psychotic smile that yeah. is not a new idea like we've already seen no. that it, it's funny to like rest the whole movie on that to be like, but they're wasn't smiling. It, uh, wasn't there a Spider-Man, weird Spider-Man venom or something where there's like, had that weird teeth? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What if we, well, let's <laughs> call the consider, ne- To consider venom being just smiling at you is, is pretty funny. <laughs> hey, I don't know these things like you. I'm not Mr. Yeah. Marvel Universe guy who loves every movie. I have not yet, but Ven- venom to me seems like he's just snarling, like, like okay. an insane beast. It, it'd be like if a dog gnashing okay. his teeth at you. I can't read smiling. social Oh, cues. Venom's fine. He's not going to hurt you. <laughs> Guys, we should identify the next step in this trend. What if it was blink? And it was like, you just noticed like five minutes into a conversation. Oh, they haven't blinked once. That means they've been possessed by the demon. Mm, by, yeah. By the yeah. Get in touch. That's pretty good. That's pretty we'll, good. We'll, we'll write up a script for a blink. To be tied <laughs> yeah. in with the new tour. You blink 182 times. 
<laughs> yeah, something's going on there. But um, the movie I saw after was Altered States. Have you guys seen that one? Of course. It's from like yeah. 1980. Yeah. yeah. This and goes I, into the think tank. It's he amazing. goes into the, yeah, the, the, the isolation tank. tank. He's exploring the innermost, you know, William crevices Hurt. of his mind. Yeah. And that one I loved. I yeah, love that. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's, the, uh, the that's effects uh, are so good. Mental psychosis type of thriller type of thing. Yeah, it's like an ayahuasca thriller. Yeah, yeah he he, explo- he takes the drug from Mexico. He goes he on Joe Rogan in the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the modern version. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how'd that it, come to you? Was that just uh, recommended, or how did that's how'd been you on my that's that? been on my list for a long time of like old classics I've been wanting to see. Yeah, and then October is always like a good time to go back to movies like that. Oh yeah, I've been watching for some like horror. some good practical effects. Yes. And uh, I was like, especially compared to Smile, I was just so struck by like how smart it was. Like movies back then. Less gimmicky. They're all, they're all speaking like really educated adults to each other. Yeah. And they're even like interrupting each other in like very natural ways. And even the stuff that he's after in the movie, like all more makes human. sense. It yes. makes like a lot of sense. And it's like a very hmm. interesting premise. I mean, the same with Jaws, same uh, era, also considered a horror movie. Right. There's a human element to it that human. makes it all work. Yeah. And it's like, it's adult. Like it's not treating me like a kid and yeah. telling me it's deep, you know? Right. Have you seen Alan Moore, the Watchmen guy? He, I think he said it before, but recently in the press, I think he said it again, where like this, the glut of endless superhero movies is the infantilization mm. of uh, of adulthood totally? Yeah, and yeah. and and it'll have repercussions. Oh, he, I think he actually oh, said it, it leads to fascism. To fascism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I, okay, I kind of was like, I don't know if I just drank the Kool Aid or something, but I was like, I think, I think that's. There's I think to he that. might be right. Yeah, yeah but I, I was just wondering though what the connection exactly was because I didn't read the article, but it's like it seemed to inherently make sense and and. Uh, just um, like almost like Starship Troopers, like there's this uh, superhuman ideal at play. Or just seeing the world as heroes and villains, I think, like binary, okay. black uh-huh. or white. That okay. kind of thinking will lead you towards... A fascist yes. state of mind, yeah. yes, because it's 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 not. There's no nuance. Always trusting the white hat versus the black hat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I w- it's so weird because independently, I was always all, already thinking the last couple of weeks. Like for some reason, it's been talked about a lot, but like millennials and, and nostalgia culture and all that. Like, just if you really look around and study culture, like and really observe the millennial generation, which you know I consider myself, basically, is like is obsessed with like kids, like kid culture, like this whole thing of like going and seeing kid movies and playing with the old toys you used to have. Wearing and a suit like, to Despicable Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, yeah. I feel like that was, isn't that the Gen Z, like, oh, that's Z. irony, t- teenage thing? But yeah. I don't know. Just like you no, see yeah, it everywhere. Even nostalgia. this thing of like replaying the Marvel movies and t- taking them really seriously again. And it's like, mm. I don't know if you remember like, Older generations just seemed completely like there was a dividing line and that was probably damaging too, but just between childhood and adulthood, like once you're an adult, you just don't do childish things. You don't, you don't watch like kids stuff. 
Mm -hmm. You talk about adult topics. Yeah. Um, It's probably, probably a, you know, a, uh, evolution, you know? Yeah. Just from Uh, back in the forties and twenties where the teenagers, the concept of it didn't even exist. You were a kid or you were an adult. (laughs) Right. And I think just over time we got to this place where everybody's fascinated. Like really like grown, grown men, like 40 year old men, like, you know, obsessing and wearing clothes that have like, you know, Mm -hmm. they're all like kids favorite. Yeah cartoon stuff on yeah, it or the and toy. Then, or like the idea that I'm going to show, I'm going to sh- show my kid all the cartoons I used to watch and all that. Like, it's, cause they're so, so available now, you know? I like the yeah. idea of like, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, grownups like obsessing over like decoding this Marvel story. Mm-hmm. And like the, it, right. The origin of it is like 40 years ago, Jack totally. Kirby's like, I got to catch the train back to Long Island. I don't know. The fourth guy's on fire all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just, just like, you know, it was somebody, yeah. it was somebody punching a clock and now it's like the myth of our, of our right. uh, society. Yeah. Very yeah. weird. I think there is something there. I bet a lot of QAnons are big into Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I don't doubt it. They just think it's real life. Yeah. Um, all right. That was number one. Oh, right on. Hey, we're we back at the movies, gang. Um, yeah, go without see Maverick, Altered States. Without, was that the first time Top Gun Maverick wasn't in the charts? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was. Finally out. Damn. Good call. Tom's probably sad. He's sad. Tom. Yeah, he's had a hard time. Dude, I was wondering, um, do you think he's got an inner battle with DiCaprio? Because it seems like mm. since Cruz took power, the yeah. only one you could really say that at yeah. some point might be bigger than him or bigger in a more respected way yeah. or something was DiCaprio. And DiCaprio, that's why he doesn't no. stop. He's not psychotically obsessed with movies. DiCaprio seems to have a life outside them. He's obsessed with women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think but you can. Cruz obsessed with like, hey, I don't want this guy. I, I don't like that this guy's bigger than me. I'm going to keep going. Uh, I'm, gonna I'm sure he's like that DiCaprio. in every aspect of his life. Like, yeah, you know. There was an interview I just saw with is, is DiCaprio billboard material for Cruz. That's what I, <laughs> I think he is. I think you're you're right because. Uh, I saw a quote from Christian Bale and he was saying that basically every movie in the last, you know, since like yeah. the late nineties, he said, to Leo. he said they're yeah. all made, all the male leads are made for Leo DiCaprio to basically right. reject. Like, yeah, it's, he's got first dibs on every single movie that's made. Even still. Yeah. yeah that's, what I, really? that's what he was saying. He was saying like for American psycho and stuff like, you know, they wanted uh-huh. Leo DiCaprio first and, that's basically been his experience in Hollywood. Like it would gotta, seem like he's still the biggest. I mean, who are you going to go to? The Rock? I mean, for certain Yeah, if stuff, you're making a movie yeah. and he wants to make it, like if yeah, you think of it that it. way, like are you ever going to yeah. turn him down Yeah, over anyone else? I don't know. Hmm. Both guys doing well out there. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how well we do with the hot picks. Tom Cruise has the most picture discs by far. He is like. Is that provable? I mean, from my experience, I'm the only one in the game. Two you really? Years. <laughs> yeah, you're asking the expert. Before I, I, know, I know. That's what I was saying about if you keep the collection going, you'll just over time become an expert. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's like I, there's just no one to say I'm wrong because no one else is doing it. He does seem like the type who is 
controlling enough and has as much sway and is it wants his movies to be so perfect that I bet he would be the guy to be like, make sure it's a picture disc. Maybe so, you know, yeah. Like down like give, to the manufacturing. Give quality. Yeah. Me, it's, it's not big smile. It's just also <laughs> that he's done so many movies and they're all high profile. I don't know if we were saying it on here, but like it's, it's hard to even think of a Tom Cruise movie that's like a throwaway B movie didn't go straight, you know, like, well, the weird, the outlying, the outlier in the whole filmography is almost Magnolia, right? Where he's the co-star of a giant ensemble, right? It's an art, it's an art movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If he doesn't have top billing, there was a weird one. uh, I have it in the other room, but it's like, he plays a lawyer, but then the, the real big leads are like Meryl Streep and Robert Redford. Oh. And it was just like, I'd never seen it before or heard of it, which is odd because uh, I'll go grab it. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, he's most movies, he's just straight up the huge lead. Howard's gone. Recently, I started to think that um, I I think there's a good chance Cruz will die someday doing a stunt. Yeah. For one of his own movies. And I think. He's almost like psyched about that. I think he like wants I, that. I was I just think about he, to say. I really think he would like to finish up by, you know, getting killed doing a stunt. For right. right. Probably out of vanity, just as much as anything else. To like, be Deke, to beat Leo, to right. beat Leo, and it's the ultimate, <laughs> it's the ultimate en- ending to an actor's life. You know, right? He's probably planning it because <laughs> he either. Oh, there's the pick disc. Lions for lambs. Weird. Lions for lambs. Never Isn't heard it of weird that. To even see him on the side, like, yeah, you just yeah, don't right. see that. Ooh, yeah. Did Meryl Streep take his place? How dare take she? his place? I mean, uh, like in the center. Well, this is probably just early enough in his career that he wouldn't just be the outright full lead. Right. What year are we talking there, Howard? Um, I don't know. Maybe Google it real quick. Right, but, yeah. Lions for um, Lambs, 2007. That's not even that long ago. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it had to be filmed after. It had to be filmed way earlier than that. But Meryl, <laughs> Meryl Streep, Robert Redford. I mean, these are the only kind of people who could compete for that center square, you know? I mean, right. did Redford, was Redford that young in 2007? I could see this being filmed like <laughs> before that. I don't know. Google it. Yeah, it is weird that we don't. I mean, like this risky business and stuff. But the, we don't have any truly embarrassing early cruise roles. Where it's like, yeah, you know, like what was that? You know, there's uh, yeah, where he's like some horny summer camp counselor. Or, well, there you know, was uh, what's the one where he goes down to Tijuana? Um, you're talking, you know, talking cocktail. No, <laughs> no, it's pre-cocktail. It was like it was one of those horny things. And oh, he, really? He did. He it. wasn't one of those. It wasn't handled like Porky's or something. But yeah. he was part of this young group of guys that was in Tijuana. I think he was like the the villain against those kids or something. Huh. huh. I'll find it. Interesting well, career. Well, let's uh, let's get into the hot picks. Right on. Um, yeah, just want to tell you real quick. The movie is losing it. Nineteen eighty three. All right, I'm gonna uh, check that okay. out. Yeah, actually, good too. All right, here we go. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. 
These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify. Probably did. Probably did. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number five. Number five. This is Howard's first pick. This is Gene Dawson with Glory. Friend thinks that I'm fucked up. I am. Mm-hmm. Mom thinks that I keep a gun tucked. Yes, ma'am. My best friend thinks that I'm off one. My dad thinks I don't care to call him. My old friends think that I've lost my head. Oh my God. There you go. Interesting. It's like Steve Lacey kind of, you know? It's that Steve Lacey thing. It's fascinating where it's like hip hop has now become grunge, pop punk and emo and grunge and stuff. Yeah. But like almost, this is now full circle where this is just a full blown like Weezer song. Yeah. Yeah. The 90s. They're they're doing the 90s. They're doing it. Yeah. Does that ever crest into a giant chorus, that song? Uh, I think so. It's like more of a... It keeps on going that way. I think it gets a little more animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brett, it had a, a Weezer Beverly Hills vibe going on. Yeah. 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 But then I like it with the contrast with the, the lyrics, you know, like putting uh, yeah. that kind of stuff in it. Yeah, the really gun talk and that stuff. Point of view. You played yeah, a yeah. longer clip because I think we were all like into it. Yeah. <laughs> what, like, what is, what is this? Where is, yeah. That's so, that's so interesting. I just never, ever would have thought we would take this turn like in, in like hip hop culture, especially yeah. like I just always think of that being like so far ahead of the game in terms of like always pushing forward with like new sounds and new stuff. Oh yeah. And swallowing up to other sort of genres, like go back but not to, like stop to go do them. Yeah. Mm. To go back to sort of like a nerdy nineties sound. It's so funny and Put interesting. On a Nirvana shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. But it's sort of softer than that. It's like it is to me, it sounds more of the Blink 182 style, like than Nirvana, you know? Right. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Pop punk. Yeah. yeah. The, it's true. the kind of 90s band that put up funny videos. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Even though Nirvana's lithium was kind of funny, but you know what I mean? The jokey right. ones. <clears throat> yeah. 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 It's like I'm a soft mom. guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cartoony. Interesting stuff. All right, coming in at number four. Number four. This is my first pick. This is uh, LCD Sound System with New Body Roomba. Didn't they retire? Wasn't there a big movie about they're done? Oh, yeah, Howard. There was. Uh, and and, it, and it, was, it was worse than you think. They... They like did like what was it five nights at Madison Square Garden? People yeah, flew from the all over the world to see it. Thing. Here's what I think. Oh wow! The best thing you can do as a band is is break up because there's no penalty for coming back, and you automatically get a press cycle when you announce you're breaking up. Yeah. So bands true. should break up all the time. Yeah, it's true. And then there's next week you're back at it. It's like Kiss then, knew that. And then the yeah. other part is like what you guys were saying earlier. Like Blink 182 is getting all this press because they reformed exactly. yeah. to go back. Yeah, yeah. right. You get just, it on both ends. If they were just still chugging along from the old days, like they would just be thought of as, you know, old guys still touring. Yeah. Yeah. Say we're done. That's it. After every album, every tour, we're done. Here's the song.
you say comedy store? I thought he did too, man. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was weird. What is that? Nobody yeah. talks about that place on tunes. Yeah. <laughs> he almost sounds like the cult there, the way he's singing. Yeah. Hey, they put out a new album on Friday that's too. That's right. Yeah, that's too. It's that's not true. good. It's not great. They used to no. be great. Hey, uh, um, I was thinking maybe pandemic is kind of the get out of jail free card for everybody because everybody was stuck inside. He's got to record music. I mean, what mm. else is he going to do? No, but he and came back like, before pandemic. Oh, oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. But he's so, a, but, he's but I like, I, you know, unless it's like, I always joke, I'm doing a class action lawsuit against stuff. Jen Stevens for not completing the every <laughs> yeah. album for every state. And right. that was part of like why we were like, let's just say we're doing deck up front. If we fail, you know, what's nothing happens to you. <laughs> yeah, nothing happens. No one knows that it's, it's not coming out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll do it. We'll we'll make good on it. <laughs> I know. James Murphy's always like a good a good um he's like a hero for people who want to hear of examples of like starting later in life or like breaking it big like later yeah, in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always love hearing those stories more than the like Morgan uh, Freeman. 16 knows on top of the world, you know. Right. Right. Morgan Freeman, yeah. yeah. Uh Adrian Ballou, I believe, is like that. Uh-huh. He's a great guitarist. I, I like um, I like L- LC. Well, Clooney. Clooney was a young guy in like Facts of Life, wasn't he? Oh yeah. yeah. True. I guess he before like, just sort he of. He was scraping. Yeah. Oh, but you're saying when you make it age when you make it big. Yeah. But you're right. He got started working younger. When I'm in a certain mood, though, LCD, some of those LCD songs, I love them. And then, but uh, it, it's a pretty particular mood. Yeah. It gets rare as I get older, too. It's kind of like getting ready yeah. to go out music. I was going to say pregame. That's you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It builds up. You don't have to like, it'll play for eight minutes while you get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been, I've never really been into them, but then, you know, this came up as like a new release. I was like, oh, I haven't. Yeah, they must have reunited or whatever. So I gave it a listen. I kind of liked it. The production's nice on that. Yeah. All right, coming in at number three. Number three. This is Ryan's pick. This is John Cale with uh, Night Crawling starting. New record? Yeah, new single. Yeah, speaking of. Whoa. It's good. He said it's about. He said the song was inspired by late seventies hangouts with Bowie, where they would just get blasted on drugs and run around New York City. It has and, that uh, sound, yeah. But I love, I love when artists get old and they never stop trying new things. And totally. it's not. I just love how he's weird to the end, and he's. I just yeah. have so much. But Im- that's like, it does sound more commercial than to yeah. Yeah. stuff, right? I also yeah, like yeah, for that sure. He's trying to sound like a song, you know, like he's trying to entertain us with a good song. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes yeah. those, those weirdos, they almost like lean into the weird thing. Well, that's why, age, you know, you know, that's how he's yes. pushing new boundaries. Right. Well, go, going through every album in order and part of our podcast, John mm-hmm. Kale's one of them. 
like there's whole albums where it's just like uh, this is uh, classical music. Right. Uh, this is like experimental. Yeah. 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 How really, many albums? Is there a lot of, how many albums are there? There's quite a few. There's like, I think when you, we, ch we chose all the ones we were like, this is canon. And I think it's somewhere around 27 or 30 or something. Wow. Yeah. About half a deck. Maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, more. yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Half a deck. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, um, What's the Ace of Spades of John Cale songs? Lemmy already has one song, by the way. Yeah, true. You got, it's going to be tough to top Ace of Spades, right? Yeah, that's your biggest challenge. Oh yeah, right? we have to we have to deal with that song at some point. We're doing covers on the Patreon, so I'll I'll do Ace of Spades there. Oh okay, that's a perfect cover. <clears throat> There's also well, a two you of doing, hearts. Um, Juice Newton, Queen of Hearts, Queen of what? Hearts, Queen of Hearts. Yeah, Juice oh, Newton. Well, I'm. I, Let's make a list because I got to write all these down. So if anyone wants okay. to tweet at me songs with cards in them. I'll, I don't know yeah. that there's that many that aren't the picture cards, right? Who's doing a 10 of clubs song? Oh, you know, we, I know. <laughs> right. Usually, usually it's the picture cards that get mentioned, but there are some yeah. weird, weird. Uh, I swear there's a two okay. of hearts somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Two of oh, hearts wait, makes I, sense. Yeah. I have, I have like joke cards now, Howard. Stacy like, Q. What's my favorite card? The Tree of Hearts. Whoa, that's oh. cool. Is, it, is that from a whole joke deck? Yeah. It was just a one-off. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's perfect art. See, that's iconic yeah. right there. I like How do you yeah. take a card and make right. it iconic? I'm, I'm curious about like the back of the card. Like yes. you flip that over and that yep. has that very standard, you know, deck of cards art. Yeah. I'm yep. curious Using. like where that comes from. Like yes. why is that such a tradition? Great question. Uh, I'm not an expert yet on that, okay. but I believe it's because they had to make something to make sure it's not in any way translucent and yeah. also to just make sure every card just looked the same. So if you did even get a little smudge of schmutz on there. Right. Yeah. You know, like interesting. A, like a bill. It's almost like, like, a, uh, like a dollar yes. bill has that weird yeah. art on it. Or the pattern they put on fabric on subway seats, you know, where it's supposed to, you can't tell yeah. if someone, if it's there's a stain so on there. It's just so right. busy that you yeah. can't. If it gets see. smudged, it'll yeah. get buried yeah. in there. That's that makes sense. It's harder to mark because of that, <laughs> that pattern. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. It's true. But there's the, going back to Kale for one sec, they, they just put out this Lou Reed demo box. This basically, he, did a poor man's copyright and mailed himself all the compositions he had written in 64 or 65. Uh, I think. Yeah. And they just released it. And everyone had always said, Oh yeah, before the velvet underground, Kale and Lou would busk on the street. And everyone's like, wait a second, what the hell did that sound like? And this mm. tape has it mm, and Kale's whoa. with him. And so like when they're doing waiting for the man, like Kale will do, it's almost like a vaudeville act. Kale's like, pardon me, sir. Nothing's further from my mind. Like they're doing a little like skit oh, in the. It's really something else. Wow. Uh, it's called Lou Reed Words and Music. It's really good. That's really interesting. That's interesting enough to think too that those guys were. I mean, it's such a long time ago, but they were probably kids during the vaudeville era. Like well, you know, that kind Lou's of biggest influence, no kidding, is doo wop. <laughs> Yeah. Oh and, wow! And he keeps talking about it till the end oh, of his do, life. Do, do, he fucking loves do, 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 do. There you go. Yeah, do, yeah. Do, oh yeah, exactly. Do. Yeah, you wow. can see it once you know. You can hear it all over his catalog. Wow. Yeah. Interesting stuff. That. Thank you for that. Um, all right, coming in at number two, 
Number two. This is my second pick. Um, this is Paramore with wow. This Is Why. And I got to tell you, I love this song. I think it's fucking great. Like they really did something. Watch the F-bombs. Stick to the music. <laughs> <laughs> This is just the intro. Very different sound for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait for the chorus and and do it. Time. I don't know. I felt like a really like a, a very like refreshing feeling when I heard this. For sure, especially like, this is a band like this just feels like a new song in the world that's fully catchy. It doesn't sound like any yes. song I can point Different to. Kind of sound. Yeah. The, the chorus is is unbelievably catchy. Great like parts to it all. And I don't know. It's just it's like a fully realized song. Good job. Also, Paramore. to take her voice yeah. out of the context it's usually in, and then have it yeah. work in this whole other thing. Yeah, very cool. Like I you just don't hear you hear so many people now, kind of like, especially in the rock world, where it just feels like they're rehashing something like right. so right. much, or they're pointing, or the, or they're trying to be too abstract to the point where you're like, can you just write a catchy song again? <laughs> you know, like yeah, this fits in that in between. Um, they're yeah, walking the tightrope. It's rope. in that thing where it's like, oh, they they found a way to write a new radio rock song that feels good. We want hooks over experiments. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Hits, you know? baby. I, I would hits. like, yeah, I like that. Or sometimes that's the most interesting experiment. It's like, what is a hook that, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beatles weren't trying to lose you, you know, they were trying yeah. to make hooks, but it was like they were still experimenting. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it was easier for them because it hadn't been done yet, but I still think yeah. there's, way more to be explored and tried out and I, yeah I like it when people figure out how to break out of the same yeah. four or five like things Bowie, you find a new sound Bowie yeah. in Berlin he's still riding like heroes you know mm-hmm. it's like you can be a weirdo and still write something catchy you can be a real weirdo and still get played at weddings you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right coming in number one number one I can't wait for this this is Howard's Pick is it now? Do you want to say is this hot or cold? Um, yeah, I'll tell you up front. Hi, my name's Howard Craven. I've been working hard. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> what we chose here, what we curated, <laughs> is the Queen's right. So, well, here's the deal. So, Friday, uh, who did we say put out albums? Bush, Queen's Oh, god, and the Colt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really thought I was going to like the, I thought the Colt 
was going to be the one say, that I liked yeah, the best. For sure. They had some tepid lukewarm on there. So I moved over to Queensryche, who was never a band that I liked, except for the okay. fact that in the 90s, they'd always be on in strip clubs. Not even Jet City, Jet City Woman? I don't know. I, the only one I know is Silent Lucidity. Silent Lucidity, yeah. And that's because it was always on at, at the Gentleman's Club. And then you go, out of all the songs you could dance to, why would you pick this? I would go into all kinds of that's debates in my choice. head. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was never a Queensryche fan, but then we've also talked about on here, when a band comes back and nails their own classic sound, right? that's good. So I, I do think they've done that with this track we're about I don't to even hear. think they have Jeff Tate, too, who's like the iconic singer. Like, I think this is a new singer. So that sounds like something a stripper would say in the 90s. This, this, this shit doesn't have Tate on it. Tate, dude. man. He's the Queensryche singer. Why do they like that? This band? is called Queensryche In Extremis. They got the um, gravitas of the titles down. Oh, yeah. It sounds like fighter jets flying over a stadium. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Right. <laughs> let the let the chorus play. I don't think I've ever heard a Queensryche song this good. <laughs> I mean, I... It's peppy. Most of their stuff was like, you're in for a long haul. You're in for a slow guitar I solo. Know. I don't know if I'm with you on this one. You don't but like the, it? I don't think it matches, you know, classic Reich, man. You're, you're but it's in. better because it's, it doesn't put you to but sleep. But I know because you're just thinking of silent lucidity. But the, yeah. most of their old stuff is is like. Is, What's Jet uh, City? What is that? Jet City Woman. You would know that one. Let me play you a clip. You know, you absolutely know this one. All right, make your predictions, gang. I don't think this is going to be better than what we just heard. <laughs> okay. Also, I will say he he has nailed the Jeff Tate yeah, sound. That sounded just okay. like him. It sounds like okay. him. Um, but that's also a, a very um, Bruce Maybe Dickinson type. We play some Dream of, Theater so, after this. Yeah, and Dream Theater also goes for that same kind of vocal. Dream, what about Marillion? Dream what Theater about, has one can we great song. Play some Marillion. Have yeah. you heard of them? <laughs> Dream the Theater, uh, "Pull Me Under" is their one killer song that I, I will defend forever. And then the rest of their stuff I could do. Are without. we going with Jet City Nights? Jet City Woman. What are we Here doing? We go. Jet City Woman. Here we go. Every time I wait. Yeah, that's classic. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Queens, right? No, hold on. Classic. Come on. This down tempo metal. I'm not, I don't do that. Oh, I mean, it's it's on. mid tempo tower. Come on, mid yeah. This, this is definitely the not down. He's got those guitar center chords going. 
your your threshold for what's a bummer. The one, the one you play that's is just completely that's, sterile. That's the stuff that grunge smashed. I mean, if we're going to be talking about <laughs> Kurt and the guys well, coming through, I mean, that's the stale. I wonder. You, you think you, the new one is smashing grunge? The new one, they learned to crank up the BPMs, get me towards 120. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. But this is just, I'm just. Why this Judas is, Priest is good? Because they got those course. tunes with the no, fast They got much pace. faster stuff, too. Yeah. I thought maybe you'd like this because it was one of the radio hit. It's like their other radio hit. I know. Uh, I, that's the stuff, stuff that would change or go, no, I'm, I'm into other stuff. <laughs> I wonder if Queensryche is like jealous of The weekend as being the new strip club champion. There you go. Wow. That's that's their bulletin board material. Yeah. You got to put out another album. Yeah. The weekend's getting all the plays at the Rhino. God, I can't I bet, believe this guy rips. I, I'm not a Jet City woman huge fan, but to you know, call that downtrodden like, is shocking I, to me. Guys, it's, come on. We, you can't tear the podcast apart. trying like to this. just build a consensus here, and it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know anything anymore. But, like, even like, I don't even like Van Halen songs that are that tempo. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't. I don't do that tempo. What really, if I look really, up the tempo? What if it's tempo. exactly your tempo? There's no way that's 120. If, yeah, if, if that's 120 BPM, no way. Oh, no. you know what? Time. You know what it is though? What? It's it's 110. It's 110. Uh, it then it's double time. They're playing it double time. <laughs> okay. You know that's what? A done. few a few weeks ago you were talking about Pacers heel with my steel. That's that Jet City woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Well, you, go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know why everyone loves 120? Oh, yeah. oh what? Is uh, it human heartbeat stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. No, I'm just, well, whatever. No, it's a good guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's what I've heard is because okay. it's closest to the standard heartbeat. That's why so many songs are at that BPM. That's why I keep Dragon Manor at 98.7 degrees Fahrenheit. (laughs) (laughs) As as inside, as outside. (laughs) Yeah, same inside and out. That is weird that that's not a comfortable temperature for us. It should be perfect. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. It should be even. Well, that's why I always think when I get like hot sauce or weird food in my hands, I'm like, oh, gross. But then- I really just put it into me, and I don't mind it when it's you don't mind sliding all over my insides. Oh yeah, yeah, you're not using <laughs> That's even more invasive. <laughs> yeah, I don't on my hands, just letting it, it run wild body. down. down <laughs> What's up with That's that, really yeah. Brad? Are you familiar with the guitar term "pig squeals"? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what that it's is. A, I think yeah, I heard some yeah, pig squeals sure. in that Reich. Definitely some, definitely some squeals. I've heard, I've heard squeals, not, not. Many pig squeals. Pig squeals. I always heard like, it that as That sounds pig like an squeal. epithet someone uh, came up with for yeah. like outside like, of the genre. Yeah. yeah. That, actually, Some that reminds me that the, the band I, I put on the charts last week, Polyphia, who are very like Gen Z, but they're like reinventing like guitar shredding. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The one guy, the, the one guitarist, he made, he almost didn't get in trouble, but he said something about boomer bends. Uh-huh. And then he was interviewed by Rick Beato about that. Like, what did you mean by boomer bands? It sounded like, like that was his term for how like older guys play guitar. Wow. Like, like, called them boomer like, bands. It's like, like, like a blues. Boomer bands, millennial whoop. We need something for each, you know, yeah. generation yeah. here. 
it's just perfect. Like that, I'm glad to see someone with that snotty Gen Z attitude, like pointed at guitar, because. I thought for a while it doesn't seem like anyone cares about guitar I got a anymore. name for the Gen right. Z's. Yeah. Command Z, undo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Command Z. Command Z. <laughs> Start again. Yeah. Hey, great picks. We all did pretty That's well. That's great stuff. That was a lot of fun. Ryan, when, when do you think we might see one of these first 52? Well, two singles are out. Okay. We, as, a, as a sign of good faith, we said, here are two songs that will eventually be on it. Those right. are out. It's called Super what? Glued to You and God is So Lonely Tonight. Oh, so the titles will not have card names? They will eventually, Howard, have, okay. it'll be title and then parentheses what card it is. So eventually okay. it will. Uh, we're but not it'll re- be like, uh, it'll be in the title track of the song? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're committing to that now. Our promise to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the Patreon is live. That's at hillsdeck.com. And, hillsdeck.com. Uh, you got it. Yep. And then we're, um, that's just fun and interesting on its own. And then hopefully a year and a half from now, we're not pulling us up, Sean. And we got this mm-hmm. thing uh, in the bag. So, the whole thing. Yeah. And if if you don't, you just say, "Hey, pardon our mess. Work in progress. This thing's almost done." If yeah. we don't, yeah. Or then it just becomes like a you know Beach Boys smile thing, where it's like legendary because it wasn't finished. You know, right I figure you there can't you lose Chinese democracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a media cycle. No matter what happens to it's it, it's sure. it's a project born out of knowing you know how these things work in pop culture. And uh, yeah, and looking at it from all the angles and saying, "Let's let's do this right uh, ill-advised ill-advised idea." I think it'll be an NFT before you know it. If <laughs> if it if it is, I'll be thanking you. Right for on. sure, I'll yeah. make it happen. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for that. Also, check out the book Astral Weeks. Uh, start. Yeah, um, go to cbbworld.com. Sign up for a plan there. We're putting out some great stuff. We just celebrated one year, a one All year right. anniversary of hey, CBB congrats World. Congrats on that. Thank right. you. Uh, it's gone very well. You know, we had no idea how it would really go. There was no metrics for this kind of thing. Yeah. There's no way to predict. And uh, it's been great. And so, um, and it's, I'm so glad that Who Charted is independent now. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. doing it for themselves. We got to celebrate that. Yeah. Guys, you back Hell yeah. outside the paywall. <laughs> Like yep. you should be. I'm Outside very happy about the shackles. that. Thank you so much. We are too. Finding new people and uh, servicing the needs of old friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody check that, out whochartapod.com. Spe- yeah, exactly. Speaking of that, we're still clawing, clawing our way back. All the listeners we've, we always had in the, in the glory days. Yeah, um, there you go. You know, thanks for joining us. New people coming in. Yeah, Old thanks for sticking by. Familiar uh, faces. Let people know. But the best way to support us is to go to whochartedpod.com, sign up for the chart mart, pick a tier. Uh, you will get your money's worth and then some. We got two charted coming out every week. And it's a get all the old premium streams in there as well. Oh yeah, this last week we went through some Canadian uh rock songs that, oh, yeah, that Americans charted. have missed. Yep. But these yeah, were like big, big time oh, wow. Canadian songs that Canadian a charter sent us. That was fun to do. Yeah. It's like 
it's like being in an alternate universe to hear that those totally. were hits. It's also fun to just kind of bully it a little bit to yeah, bully of some of the Canadian rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, you can write to us at whocharted at gmail.com. We'll Please read your do. email on air and respond. And uh, that's been super fun. Thank you. Also, check out Grift Horse over there with Megan Beth Keister. You can earn money over there just by listening. And check out Drop Day Duel. This past week we did Yeah, Yeah, Yes versus Pixies. Check mm. that out. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted. Charted.